Hey everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast, Chip Chat. We are your hosts, Mac G. And Trill Riv. And we are here to just talk about a little bit of everything. Um, we, we have a lot of different interests, and we are going to just talk about them on different episodes of this podcast. This week's episode is going to be about football. Um, Trill Riv, um, yesterday... I think we saw a great college, um, um, a great some great games in college football. Uh, you want to just talk a little bit about your favorite game from yesterday? All right. Well, my favorite game for sure was Oregon versus BYU. Uh, Oregon was tested. Uh, BYU was ranked fifteen above them, I believe, or thirteen above them. Uh, Oregon pulled out with the W. Uh, that was definitely the most impressive one besides Ohio State and Oklahoma. Those were just beatdowns. But those were my top three college football games that I watched yesterday for sure. I don't know if you watched any highlights or anything or scores of college. But I was very into it yesterday. Yes, um, that Ohio State game, that was really a good game. Especially for you. I know you definitely uh, were really excited about that game yesterday. Yes, I was. I had a little stake in that game, and it worked out for me. <laughs> yes, it did. It worked out very well for Troll Rev over here. Well, um, that being that, um, we also had a game earlier this week. Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs played, I believe, Ooh. on... Thursday night. That was a close game. Uh, just Justin Herbert is extremely underrated, in my opinion. Um, uh, he Matt he played a very good game against uh, Patrick Mahomes this week, and uh, he it was like by a very close score. What do you want to make of that game? Um, I actually had the Chargers winning. Uh, it seemed like Chargers were in control the whole game, but you know how Patrick Mahomes is towards the end. He'll pull out with the win if he yes, has he any will. chances, and he did it. But yes, he will. Hopefully, Herbert is all right. I know he got hurt at the end. Hopefully, it just knocked the wind out of him or something. Hopefully, he's good because he's very talented. Absolutely. We got we have quite a few young, talented quarterbacks in the league now, if you oh, ask for me. Sure. Um, Who would you say is the best right now? The best right now, I would have to say, is... People want me to say Mahomes. I'm not going to. I'm going to say Josh Allen. Me too, buddy. I was just thinking that as well. He is unstoppable right now. He MVP, 100%. I think this year he is the MVP. Not only that, I think the Bills are going to win it all. This year. I sure hope so. They I, have the talent to win it all this year. Um, Especially after how they've been proving that they're not overrated. Uh, it's looking good for them. Oh, ab- absolutely. It, it's definitely looking very good for the Buffalo Bills this year. But you know who it's not looking good for? Uh, we're going to talk about that the next segment. I know right. where you're getting. All right. Uh, we right. are definitely going to talk about um, more games um, in the next segment. Um, 
that's going to be it for this segment, and we'll be back with the next segment about games that happened um, today, shortly. Today, Sunday, September 18th, 2022. Uh, We'll be back shortly. And welcome back to the episode of Chip Chat. I'm Matt Gilbert. I'm joined with um, my colleague, Jerome Rib. And um, on this part of the segment, as we said before, we are going to be back talking about some current games that have happened in the NFL today. Uh, I think we've had three so far that I want to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one I want to talk about is the Browns and the Jets. I'm going to give my take first, and then Trill Rim's going to give his take on the game. Uh, My take is the Browns were winning most of the game, but sadly, the Jets made a comeback and won the game. Only in Cleveland, could I say, is that possible. Only in Cleveland. Jacoby Brissett, not cutting it as the backup quarterback. Uh, He kind of showed a little bit of some red flags last week. Uh, Cade York, who was their hero last week, just could could not cut it this week. Oh, he and only missed the extra point, but that extra point lost, basically. But I wouldn't put it on him. I would put it on multiple people, which I will name when it's my turn. <laughs> uh, yes. But uh, Nick Chubb, let's talk about Nick Chubb. He is... We said during this game that he is the best, I mean, if not the best talent-wise, the most disciplined running back in the game today. Would you agree with that? 100%. You just see how patient he is. He's He just has, like, x-ray vision on the field, I swear. He knows what to he do. He does. He, he really does. Um, Kareem Hunt is not that bad. Amari Cooper played a pretty good game today. Um, Miles, their top receiver. Miles Garrett's now two sacks away from. He's he's only a half a sack away, actually, from tying Clay Matthews for the Browns' all-time sacks. So next week, I'm calling it. He's gonna beat it against the Steelies. Yes. Um, and that's another thing. Um, I wanted to talk about. Um, I think the. I think the Steelers lost today. Um, yeah, Steelers and Ravens lost, thankfully. Uh, Steelers, what what do you want to make of that team with Mitchell Trubisky? Do you think he's? it's time to say he's a bust, or do you think? Um, it's too early. I mean, he's. I don't think he can bring them to a Super Bowl. But, I mean, think about what just happened to the Browns today. I don't think we can beat the Steelers this upcoming Thursday based on how we played today. I I don't either. I don't see it happening. Um, today was terrible. This was the worst 
maybe not four quarters, but overall experience I've ever been through in my life. Not just sports related. This was, I've never seen something like this before. I, I'm heartbroken. I'm disappointed. I'm mad. I'm sad. I'm everything right now because of what this team did to me and everyone else in this region of the state. And, and abs- absolutely, it's just heartbreaking. That's just things you get used to being a Browns fan now. Yes, um, I don't know if I can get used to what happened today, though. This was the most Brown thing I've ever seen. Uh, speaking of that Pittsburgh-New England game, um, we talked about Justin Herbert being underrated. Another underrated quarterback, in my opinion, is Mac Jones from the Patriots. He has his – he's good and bad. I mean, that's going to come with a young quarterback. Um, I still think – he has lots to prove, um, but overall, I'd say he's he is overhated on for sure. I mean, a- absolutely. Um, kind of like um, w- w- another quarterback we're going to talk about. He kind of uh, looking at his stats, he kind of reminds me of another quarterback we're going to talk about a little bit. Baker Mayfield. He had that great rookie year. Since then, you've kind of seen areas of the game where he can improve. I feel like Mac Jones kind of carries that same persona that Baker carried. Well, not really the persona, per se, but like his play style. Like, after his rookie year, the league figured him out. Now he has to figure out a way to figure the league out. For sure. Um but the next game I want to talk about is that Carolina versus the Giants. Giants won by a score of 19 to 16 today. I called it. I knew the Giants were going to win. I uh, I just talk, had the feeling. I wanted I to know. talk about that Carolina quarterback Baker Mayfield. Do you think it's time to say his best days are behind him in the NFL or I don't want to say that. I love Baker. Um I mean it's only the second game and he just narrowly lost both of them. I mean, um, that's the other thing I think you've proved. He's proven already this year. In fairness to the guy, he was traded to this new team in July. He really hasn't had a chance to gel with them yet. Yeah, and, and they, they threw him. They threw him into the starting position. In both games, he struggled, but I mean, he kept them in the game. He did not get blown out. Yeah, and overall, when your team is under average, you can't. Just put everything of, on Baker. And that's the other thing you have to give him. He See, like with Trubisky, it's like a little bit scarier because Trubisky finally has a good coach. Yeah, and overall the Steelers are a much better team than the Panthers. I think we would but, agree. Yes, and Baker, has he ever really had a good coach? Stefanski is... No, oh. I, I would say Stefanski is a good coach. Just last year was... A lot of mistakes were made. Um, he should not have played through those injuries, in my opinion. It just was a recipe for failure. Uh, it just sucks to see all this happen. It's just unfortunate. Um, I personally believe uh, he'll he'll turn it around and start start kicking it again. You know, <clears throat> I, I have high hopes for Baker. He shows a lot 
of positive signs, but today was not a positive day at all for him. Yeah, it's like he'll today. he'll come up with these like amazing plays, keep you in the game. Like he he's fun to watch, but then he'll just kick the bucket randomly on and it just ruins the positive momentum. It just feels like that's that's how it feels like watching him on the, the Browns way, too. The way the way I feel like with Baker is this. I think he is not really um the most elite quarterback in the NFL and he's never going to be. It's his heart. It's that desire that that want to win that he never gives up that makes him people want to watch him. Yeah, I agree his but energy and but he's got But it's also it the fact that he's a gunslinger. Sometimes he makes ballsy calls that don't work out. More times That's, than uh he probably should. That's that I think is his biggest flaw. It's, oh, that's especially when he was with us. He's like playing through that injury, very ballsy. One hundred percent. Um, if he can go back to how he played in that twenty twenty season after Odell was out for the season, he that was the best he's ever played in his career. He was a top three quarterback in that time span towards the end of the year. But talking about bad coaches, I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you. you no, you're good. You're good. Uh, but talking about uh, the bad coaches, uh, Matt Rule, I don't even think he's going to last this year in Carolina. I think Carolina needs to clean house with him. Yes, and I mean, both of their games were close, though. It's... It's very hard to make statements on it because, I mean, don't get me wrong, they they didn't play good, but they were in it. It reminds me of the Browns, like, before Baker. Like, we were always in it, very close to turning it around. I think in a couple years, they'll start heading in the right direction. I don't know. Like, the Browns have experience with switching in head coaches all the time, and it clearly never ended very well. Uh, I think give him some time, see what happens. But if it doesn't get get any better, they're going to have to figure something out because they can't can't afford it. No, they cannot. Um, The last game I want to talk about, Baltimore versus... Um, Miami. Okay. Miami Miracle. Tua. People were always giving him a bad rap. I think he arrived today. With today's performance, you can no longer give Tua a bad rap. Like, he truly proved today he is... He played like an elite quarterback today. Oh, 100%. He played to the very end. He was clutch. He was clutch when he had to be. Beat the Ravens. It just, it was insane. I, I'm extremely impressed with him in Miami. Miami's looking very good this year. I, I had a feeling they were when they got Tyreek Hill. They got that receiver last year. Their running back's pretty good. I can't remember his name. 
Uh, but he is a very good running back. Um, I really thought that this team, this Miami team, would be a difference maker, and so far this season they have been. Oh, one hundred percent. And even even the Giants this year have definitely they're two and zero. The Giants are two and zero. Sure, they weren't very like super difficult opponents, but they are definitely better than they were last year. Uh, I'm glad to see Saquon is healthy and doing well. I am too. Um, well, that's I think it's going to be it for this segment. Um, we're going to talk about um, some games happening later tonight and um, t- tomorrow night's game um, in the next segment. And welcome back to the first episode of Chip Chat here. I'm your host, Matt G, joined by... True Riv. Uh, we are happy to be back to talk about some current games and um, that are going on in the NFL on this um, NFL ep- debut episode. Um, right now, we got the Seahawks and the 49ers playing. 49ers are winning 13 to nothing against the Seahawks. Trey Lance... Want to break down the 49ers this year? Uh, I definitely think they are exceeding expectations. Um, I can see them becoming a potential dark horse. Uh, they could make a run. They're looking good. That's all I got to say. Yes, yes they are. They're looking very good. How about the Seahawks this year? They won their first game against Russell Wilson. Uh, but they're not looking good this game. I don't know. I think I I really don't know. It's too early to tell. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Uh if they do, they definitely won't make it far. No disrespect on them. It's just they don't have Russell. It just it doesn't seem like a very promising season for them. Uh, right now you got the Rams beating the Falcons, um, 14 to nothing. As uh, expected, uh, the Rams really are just a powerhouse right now. And Falcons really. Atlanta is kind of mediocre. Yes, they are. It's, that was just, as I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, you got the Broncos beating the Texans 3-0. Russell Wilson better get it together because he's my quarterback for my fantasy team. And you better not lose to the Texans. That's true. They got nobody. They are the worst team in the NFL. My opinion, or would you say that's a fact? They're definitely close. I would say they're definitely, like, the most favorited worst team right now. Um, But... 
time will tell. Maybe they'll improve. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, Cowboys are currently beating the Bengals right now. Um, Let's go. We need no bias, but a lot of bias. We need the Cowgirls to come through and beat our AFC North rivals. Like That's another thing. Like Burrow lost the first game. He did not do well in the first no. game. And it's looking right now that um, he hasn't really done any much for the Bengals. So do you think maybe like the league m- might have figured him out and now he needs to step it up too? I think so. Maybe there's a lot of high expectations for him, obviously, going into the Super Bowl last year. Uh, in my opinion, I think the Bengals are still the best in the AFC North. Um, they just got to figure it out soon because – all four teams have potential to make the playoffs and can't be caught slipping this early. Same goes with us, though. Exactly. You can't. Um, I, I See, I don't I don't know. Like you said, all four teams have potential. Like, it's now, I think, 1-1-1-1-1. One, 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 we're all 1-1s. One, if now. the Bengals win, then we'll all be 1-1, one one, I believe. Yes. Yeah, the Bengals... We'll have to win today to be tied with everyone else. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Did Baltimore win last week? Or? Yeah. Uh, okay, so now we're going to talk about tonight's game, the Bears and the Packers. Who do you see winning this game? I mean, obviously Packers were underwhelming last week, but look at the history. Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. He dominates. Yes, the Bears are showing improvement. I still believe the Packers will easily win this one um what do you think I, I think so too i mean aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played this game and i really think he can definitely um get through the bears it's going to be a close game though because the bears still do have no, actually take that back they don't have cologne mack anymore their mm. defense is um not that not as great as it used to be so i Really could see the Packers winning this game tonight. Yeah, it could be a shootout. Tomorrow you got the Titans and Bills. Ooh, the, Bills. I'm going to go first. I'm going to say, <laughs> yes, Tiana Hill's a good field general. Yes, the Titans have the best running back in the league, or one of them. Uh, but the Bills are just a powerhouse. I said it before in this podcast. They're going to win it all this year. They There's nothing stopping them. They are truly the best team in the NFL right now. And their quarterback, Josh Allen, is the MVP. I 100% agree. Uh, it's very hard to see them losing. Uh, I I don't see them losing more than three games this year. Definitely not tomorrow. So, definitely taking Bills tomorrow for sure. Absolutely. I could definitely see that. And then the last game you got is the Vikings and Eagles. And this, Ooh, this is a close one. I think if I had to pick, though, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I would agree. Because the Eagles, Jalen Hurst does nothing really that impresses me. He's not a bad quarterback, but he does nothing that impresses me. I see what you're coming from. It's I, I just think when you look at the two teams, look at last week, Vikings stunned, well, maybe not stunned, Green Bay was expected not to be as good. 
but I still did not see that coming, and they dominated. Um, I, it's hard, it's just hard not to take them against Philly. I mean, I think they they want it more. They have the more talent. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota. Like I said, I'm going to take Minnesota, too. That's going to wrap it up for this segment of the podcast. Uh, We are going to be back with one more section that does not involve football. Um, I know Trill Riv over here is definitely looking forward to talking about this segment. It's one that uh, we kind of just discovered today. It was a little piece of my childhood uh, that kind of was faded away years ago, but we kind of... Brought a blast from the past back with um, our childhoods today. And welcome back to the final segment of the first episode of Chip Chat. Uh, we are your hosts from the town of Chippewa Lake, Ohio, Mac G. True Riv. And we are excited to talk about this last segment. As we kind of mentioned before, it was a little bit of past history. Um, Many, many years ago, not too, too long ago, actually, and up until 2007, I believe it was, there was an old amusement park in Aurora, Ohio, called Jaga Lake. Abandoned amusement park. River, or Trill Riff, <laughs> um, who loves um, abandoned places, um, wanted to go see something, go on an adventure and see an abandoned place. Well, that's actually kind of a lie. I did, too. Uh, But uh, today we went and we actually drove around the old property that Jaga Lake used to be on. River, what do you want to make of that since? I don't think you've ever been there. I've never been there. I technically am not too young, but I'm too young to remember it if I have ever been there. So it was very weird seeing it in person. I've seen a lot of pictures, heard a lot of stories. But when I actually got there and saw it, it's huge. It's everything. There's so many things just scattered throughout the property. Like, it's insane. Like, I would do anything to to just see that stuff. Like, it's just crazy. I love seeing stuff like that, like, in my region of my state. It's just very interesting to me. What, what wowed you more, though, the Jaga Lake or the SeaWorld thing? Like, ooh. I just think it's crazy that we had a SeaWorld in Ohio. That's just crazy. We did. We did. And um, they, they were actually both very popular back in the day. And if, if you ask me, you might not know a little bit about the history of this, but I'm going to share this. Um, I just think they did 
I mean, business is business, but I think they did better when they were two separate things. Because, as I mentioned earlier to Trill Riv, um, that um, Six Flags bought it out in 2000, and they merged both parks together. And I think that kind of... It could have done well, because they did add a lot of new things, but I I think it, the overcrowds kind of killed it, and then... And like you said before... Cedar Fair bought it, and then there it went no from there. hotels there, right? Or resorts, or... No, like Cedar... Nothing, nothing really too, like, wow, maybe like a Comfort Inn or something, but there's nothing like how Cedar Point has the Breakers. Yeah. They got Castaway Bay. They got all those water parks near there. Aurora doesn't have that. So, out-of-town guests are going to have to travel pretty far would have to travel pretty far to get to the park and i i really think kind of that was a that might have been um something that could have been looked into because originally it was like a small family park it was like more locals coming and it did well but like once it became like a big throw park like that and compared with Cedar Point, you, you got to kind of put hotels in. Because let's look at Cedar Point. They attract people from all over the country. They the don't world, have, even. The world. The world. You you even see people from all over the world. Like, I do. We see people from Turkey working there. Every time I see people from all over the place. Uh, and it is the roller coaster capital of the world. It's going to have to have... You know, things to help with business, such as, like, places to stay. And I, th- I think Giaga could have pulled it out, possibly, if they had, to, like, hotels in there, such as what Cedar Point has. That 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 Breakers Hotel is awesome. It is. It is. I've stayed in there one time. I'm too insane. young to remember it, but he knows about it. It's an older hotel. It's a classic. It, I'd 100% recommend staying there. Uh, it is very cool. It's. I forget how old it is. I'm pretty sure it's over 100 years old. Maybe over 150, if I'm not mistaken. It's very old. Oh, it is. It's very old. Um... And, I mean, Cedar Point, we've gone there a couple times. Let's just end on that note. Like, it's been awesome this summer going to Cedar Point. 100%. Uh, With that, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I think with this whole Giaga thing, when you think about it, we probably would still choose Cedar Point over Giaga today. Because Cedar Point is just... So high tier. I think, yes, it would be cool to have Geauga Lake still open, but I think it was just kind of destined See, to do what it did. I, uh, it kind of depends the way you look at it, because if you look at the history of Geauga Lake, it was really more of a little kid and family friendly kind of park. It was more like destined for younger kids and their parents. Where Cedar Point, I think, attracts more people our age. Like. I get you. 
like in their twenties and thirties. And yeah, I could see that with SeaWorld too, like younger people. Th- that's the thing. And then Six Flags tried to make it compete with Cedar Point, and I really just, if you look at the two parks together, it wouldn't work. Okay, work out well because Cedar Point, Cedar Point. Yeah, Kings Islands does well because it's located on the other side of the state. Yeah, and it's owned by Cedar, Cedar Fair. Fair. So. Alright, that makes a lot more I would agree. That makes a lot more sense. So, um, time does fly when you're having fun as it is time for us to say goodbye here on Ship Chat. We had a great time talking with you. We will be back for more episodes. Um, we do appreciate the comments, the feedbacks, even ways we could improve this podcast a little bit. We'll appreciate it. Uh, anyway, for those just tuning in, this is Mac G. Riv saying goodbye and we'll see you on the next episode. Adios. Hasta mañana.